This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the May 30th, 2023 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Yesterday, it was a good time with family on Memorial Day, and then a long nap. But too little time reflecting on Memorial Day and the men and women who died while serving the United States. The brave men who heroically charged the beaches at Normandy or Iwo Jima certainly come to mind. For me, it is often the fighters on Guam. They were attacked on the, at the same time as Pearl Harbor and were outnumbered 10 to 1 in men and even more in terms of ships and planes. Our forces fought valiantly but eventually surrendered. Some stayed on Guam as a slave work crew for the Japanese and were eventually murdered. Many others were shipped to work on Japanese railroads and jungles and suffered horrible abuse. Quick hitters. Senator Lindsey Graham has been indicted by the Russians, maybe for saying in different parts of an interview that our money given to Ukraine was money well spent and that Russians are dying. Bad news, Erdogan was re-elected to lead Turkey. Call Me Max is a book about a child sharing that he, she, I don't know, is transgender and I'm told was available to kindergartners in some schools. If the state of Florida decides not to have Call Me Max in their kindergarten li libraries, would that be fascism or book banning? I think not. Patrice Onuwuka has an opinion piece in USA Today where she says due to inflation and higher interest rates that one in six retirees are thinking of uh, unretiring. Drones attributed to Ukraine are attacking Moscow suburbs. The BRICS countries are meeting in South Africa. The countries in this group of, at least the, at the time the group was formed, fast-growing economies are Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. If Putin attends, the South Africans will be in a pickle because they are part of the ICC that issued an arrest warrant for Putin for war crimes related to the war in Ukraine just perused an interesting article that said the interest rate increases imposed by the Federal Reserve have not been restrictive because taking into account inflation, the real interest rates were not positive. If interest rates are at 6% and inflation is at 7%, then the real interest rate is negative 1%. Food for thought for those who are bored. Moving on. One article I read says there is high youth unemployment in China, partly because college degrees do not match the needs. Another article says despite a growing economy that India has a lack of jobs for the young. It reminds me of a lecture I heard back in the 80s about analyzing data. Some thought high levels of unemployment was a cause of the Iranian revolution. The author said high unemployment among urban, college educated, Single men was the cause of the revolution. Maybe now you would leave out the gender, and I mean that seriously. Those are the folks you don't want pissy, huddled together and complaining. The urban factor means they can reach critical mass. I'm not suggesting there will be a revolution in China or India. I am suggesting it could lead to political unrest. I link to an interesting piece by Noriel Rubini, titled America and China are on a collision course. It covers a lot of ground and is worth a read. He discusses the many ways the West is now trying to contain China and the anger that causes. 
He makes an interesting point that while we want to reshore computer chip production, the manufacturing of chips relies on rare earth minerals predominantly produced in China. The author references Henry Kissinger's view that we need to come to a new strategic understanding. Jonathan Turley has a piece out that says that Boston University has a new graduation requirement. Quoting Mr. Turley, quote, mandatory writing program that will require all students to write papers with a social justice emphasis as a condition for graduation, end quote. I feel like I'm supposed to jump in and say bullshit. And it probably is bullshit. But it doesn't have to be bullshit. I need more information. Like, might a student be allowed, allowed I say, to write a paper that refunding the police is the best policy for social justice in urban areas? Or would a student be allowed to argue against reparations? Would free thought in academic research be allowed? Or is this all about repeating a mantra? But when I skimmed the Turley piece, my thinking flowed from Boston University to Budweiser to Target, etc. And I wondered if we are finally reaching a tipping point. Finally! Maybe even cresting the tipping point. Liberals, believe it or not, a lot of times conservatives keep their thoughts to themselves. Or speak out when it is only like-minded people. Liberals may have conservative friends and not know it. Or nowadays, moderate friends who are put off by the batshit crazy positions staked out by the far left that control the liberal media. And we often don't boycott, though we do complain. We buy on price, convenience, and quality, and not on politics. The Bud Light controversy in many ways is ridiculous. The actions of the Bud folks were minimal, and while stupid, I can see why they did not expect the backlash. I think the backlash was less about a specific Bud action and more about a pent-up anger that finally found a focus. And we discovered power. All the early articles said boycotts don't last, yet this one is accelerating. We have power. We are being heard and not ignored. And we like it. And with this new power, another corporation is suffering. Target has been targeted. There is even a rap song against Target. Might a university like Boston University be targeted? Why would parents pay $63,798 in tuition alone to learn crazy liberal crap? I want a moderate, doesn't have to be conservative, university to use the following advertising. Why go to a fancy liberal college? Come to our moderate college, which offers better education, lower tuition, and less crap. Anyway, conservatives and moderates be positive. I think in the next few years, crazy will be in decline. Particularly if we act the way, talk about it, and point it out. Make liberals own their crazy. Seriously. They still bring up this dude named David Duke, a former Ku Klux Klan member who ran as a Republican many, many years ago and was quickly renounced by Republicans. We renounced him, and still they trot him out occasionally. Make liberals own their crazy. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.